Welcome to Mundo! Welcome to the Mute All Chat Podcast. I am your host, Flapjack Bill, alongside Colonel Kraken and Proxy Jack. We're here to talk mad shit about League, help the low elo plebs like our former selves climb, and generally entertain you. This is a safe space for feeders and scrubs. Now mute all, and let's invade Red. Boys, it's been another week. We had a major hiccup with the last episode, but we got it all fixed, got it all resolved. We're squared away now. Uh, How's everybody's ranked climb doing? Because... Mine's, uh, mine's special. I mean, who wants to go first? Mine was all over the place. Well, I think, I think we should let, we should let, we should let Kraken collect himself for a minute, and then, then we'll get back to him. Uh, mine's short. Uh, I was sitting at 55 LP in gold four. And then it auto-filled me to support and then to jungle in back-to-back games. And I got blasted in the support game. And then I dumpstered the early game in the in the jungle game. I played Jarvan and just shit on everybody in their whole life. And then uh, we lost anyways, which was really sad. And then I went on a little two-game run back to 55 LP, so I have accomplished virtually nothing. Hey, man. But we're on the upswing, though, right? That's correct. Upswing. Yes, sir. Dang, bro. Uh, we... Ooh, 7-12 and 12 last 20 games. Oh. Uh, oh. Nami, 7-7. Seven and seven. Sona, 0-5. Oh. And five. oh. Oh, yeah, there's a bit of a discrepancy there. You don't get to be a uh, meta whore. Uh, yeah, no, dude. I'm like, I'm gonna play meta. She's much Sona's so much so strong and so easy to use, and it just, just, just. I don't even know, man. I like, I walk up to go trade. And I'm like, dude, Sona's a great trader. I just walk in, I get my like staccato, like whatever off for like extra damage, and it just dead. It's like, well great i mean it's just maybe it's because of the sona i'm just not doing it right i'm obviously not doing something right if she's that she's that she's like super overperforming she's super broken and i'm just like i'm just dropping games which is funny on her um yeah i'm three and seven in ranked sona Oof. yeah three and seven Oof. uh in my last 30 days i have a 43 win rate on 82 games. Wow. That's really bad. <laughs> uh, I would call that not ideal, but have you have yeah, you been demoted uh, yet? What? Have you been demoted? I haven't gotten demoted. I'm on I'm on fifteen I'm on fifteen LP. I won my last game. I I won a game that I just played like just now and we we stopped it. Yeah. Um I've been playing like a baller in the last like eight games though because i got coaching but we'll talk about that in a bit okay but i still dropped i still dropped a good a good some of those games uh to just like random bad stuff that was just honestly really appalling um yeah, a bit of not very lucky, but I feel I've, I've been playing a bit better since I got to coaching. But I'll we'll hit, we'll hit that up in a minute. All right, we'll come back to you for sure, Roxy. How's your week? Uh, everywhere. Um, uh, I kind of switched to mid for a little bit, and I was doing really well. Like, I I am insane with getting damage down on Melzahar. Um, there is like no doubt about it. It's like MVP, 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 MVP because of just the sheer amount of damage I generally do. But that hasn't been winning me games as of late. Uh, actually, mm. looking at my last 20, I've 
have a 50% win ratio on it um, and been all over the place. But, I mean, between yesterday and the day before, just kept getting... I got, like, four games of autofill out of six or seven, which was insane. It was every other game I got autofill to jungle and top, which I don't play. Um, so it was, like, all over the place. But ended up switching back to my main role because my girl Kate got some buffs. Mm -hmm. um, overall, the lane was just looking healthier. Uh, dominant champs that don't like 100% you um, aren't massive, massive right now. So instead, thought I'd give it a try. And well, I got an 86% win rate in after just switching to ADC um, after yesterday. And Currently, I'm sitting up at uh, 70, 71 LP in gold three. So I'm trying to get back, at, or 78 LP, and trying to get back in promos to gold mm. two. All right. That's, that's pretty good. You're doing better than I am, that's for sure. Uh, or at least LP wise. Um, about to cross that 20% borderline. Yeah. Being at the big dogs. Wait a minute. Sorry, it didn't update until just now. I am in the top 19%. Oh. Oh, buddy! I'm only in the top 27%. I'm in the top. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, Fuck off. But, uh, I'm, it, it, this feels bad, though, man. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, oh, like. It's like, what's like the Wario, the freaking like Wario meme? Like, we've won, but at what cost? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Well, we have a couple We have a couple ways we can go here. Uh, I lost 252 times this season, man. It feels bad. Oof. Wait a minute. Mm. Oh, no. Never mind. I'm at 232 losses. <laughs> I lost 20 more times than you. Damn, oh, and won so many more. You both oh. played more games than me. Yeah, he's he's got a, almost thirty wins on me. Holy crap! The wins. The thing is, when you win on support, you don't feel like you really do anything because your team is stopping. <laughs> and then when you're losing, it's you literally can't do anything because you don't have any damage. Like, yeah. you don't understand. I have had some beautiful supports today, and holy crap, have they gotten me games! Like I that's that's true. Like I, I get that, but I, I'm in but all the supports in plat are bad, including me. So <laughs> Wait, Kraken, how many wins do you have this season? Two hundred two hundred and seventy-nine. You have a hundred and eighteen wins on me. Holy crap. Just I have... just if you, how many days are left of the split? Uh, uh, we have till November twenty fifth. There's like a hundred days left in the split. Yeah, just yeah. just like on average, win like one point one games a day, and you just <laughs> stop playing. <laughs> I can catch up to where you are now, but I won't pass you. That's for sure. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm I, I'm I'm at forty. I have a forty three win rate in the last month. It's true. I'm <laughs> a, I don't turn this. But I'll turn this around. <laughs> I'm a fifty percent win rate in the last twenty games, but. That's uh, neither here nor there. We've got some stuff we want to talk about. Talk about league today, because uh, fuck the pros and all that shit. Um, where do we want to go? Do we want to talk about Kraken and his is uh, his darling new coach? I think we should. Oh, yeah, yeah, might as well. Good, Kraken. Tell the people. It's so. So there's another podcast that's been around for like it's like imagine our it's like our podcast except with like like deck tuple the episodes it's called the legal the legal legends anonymous podcast or so, in the immortal words of the kinks l o a l o l a lola yeah so i was working a job last summer and it was really boring and i was like i might as well just listen to legal legends podcasts so i started listening to this podcast and it was really cool and um i got uh so i decided to get coaching from like their host who's name he's named wise papa smurf who is a support main uh 
And yeah, so it only took me like a few days to really for us to really get in contact. And um, I kind of had a little like technical stuff with like trying to the, getting the best way to like get in the videos and stuff. But once you get like the technical side and stuff out of the way, coaching's also actually like really really great. Like because you don't really you don't really think about it too much with a video game, but like in other things you do, you usually have someone like peer review you. Like like if you're doing math, you know you have a teacher. Like imagine doing math but you had no teacher. So you would just always be wrong and you wouldn't know why. <laughs> um, so it's like that. So um, yeah, I sent him a clip of my gameplay and we talked for like an hour. We talked for like 70 minutes about like my first five minutes of play. And I was so bad. I didn't realize how many like random mistakes I was making, like just really tiny ones. And like I thought I was playing well, and I went four three seventeen in the game. So by all means, that's something that'd be like, oh look, I had a good KDA. I'm just gonna like move on. But it turns out there was a lot of things that I was doing wrong, and a lot of like positioning stuff that I didn't really. I mean, it's like sometimes you notice them, and you're like, oh, that's kind of bad. But I don't really feel like putting in the legwork to actually like correct or notice them. When you have someone point it out for you and be like, hey, you're here, but you could be like, literally here on this part of the map doing so much more and it's like dang you're right and then once you start changing that uh you you start to notice the dividends not necessarily right away with like wins but you sort of you see where you were messing up earlier because you kind of notice the difference or like oh wow this this is a way better a way better option or like a way better mindset than what I've been doing for hundreds of games prior. And, um, and which is funny because sometimes with like the, with the changes you make to your gameplay, it's not like, Oh my God, I've never done this in my life. Sometimes it's like, Oh, I've actually done this before, but I stopped doing it or I don't always do it. And I should. And when I do do it, good things happen, but because I'm not diligent all the time, you'll just slack off. Um, so yeah, we, we mostly went over my positioning and my positioning in that game in particular was just super doo-doo in lane. Like I was doing like stereotypical enchanter stuff and I was like a million miles away from like everyone. Uh, have you guys seen Whiplash? No. Dude, oh, uh, Proxy, have you seen Whiplash? No, I have not. The movie with the drummer and it's like J.K. Simmons and he's really mean to Miles Teller. Oh, I've I've seen oh, I've know, seen that scene from it. Like that, like yeah, I've seen that scene. Like, what is what is it down there? A Mars bar? Like, like um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's not like brutal like that, but like it's definitely it definitely kind of it puts you like in that like it it kind of gives it more of like an oomph, like more of like an edge. You know what I mean? Like ooh, take it serious now. Like oh, big brain. Yeah, so it's definitely really cool. Uh, I definitely recommend it for probably just anyone, period. Anyone who's played more than, like, 100 games in this game or has been playing the game longer than, like, one season. Uh, there's so many things that they can do that's honestly really simple. Like, because a lot of times it's like, oh, man, there must be some really, really, like, high-level strat that I'm not doing. But it's like, no, you're actually, there's probably a fundamental that you're missing out. That you're not really doing or you're not doing or you know that you should be doing it and you're just not doing it as well as it can be it, it's it's like what happens in hockey it's like the new the rookies as soon as they get indoctrinated into whatever team they immediately get a mentor and that mentor isn't just there for you know getting them better at hockey they're there to help them with life in general start yeah. getting your finances ready whatever don't blow it on don't be like the football players over here yeah uh, yeah yeah because it's, it's so hard to focus on like the game when like you're like can't like when you're just like dude <laughs> yeah. instead of like you know it's it's not just about the game it's about the little things in there that you need to get going yeah yeah and uh for me my problem was was the positioning uh and in the last like 15 games uh in ranked and like i don't know the five or ten like norms that i also played i've been sort of the mantra that i try to go with is that i'm gonna be on the dangerous side of my adc at all times like i unless if barring some weird situations some weird niche like happenstance i'm not gonna let my adc be in front of me 
and it's weird because it's like, oh, but how did you, how could someone climb if they don't do that super basic thing? And it's like, you can miss out on a basic thing and you could be doing other things so well that you get to gold or you even get to plat because you're like, you're, you're sort of just BSing your way through it. But you get hard stuck at a certain point because you're not a complete player because you're you have a deficiency in some area. And for me, it was I don't I don't deal enough damage and I don't like assert myself enough in lane and I always just rely on like Nami's ultimate in the late game to like win one percent more coin flips. <laughs> so give me that little added boost. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's and then it kind of once you know you're doing what you're doing wrong, it sort of puts your gameplay in perspective. You're like, oh wait, I've been a like a stat stick my entire life, or it's like, oh, I've actually only I've actually won climbed as far as I did on this one thing alone. Uh and this other thing I'm actually really bad at. Uh, cause it's like, it's like, yeah, you can be a gold player, but like, you might be like high gold in one area and like bronze in another area. <laughs> and for me, my positioning was like silver, <laughs> like it was really bad. And, but like, yeah, so, uh, so that's definitely what I've been trying to work on. I'm just like, all right, maybe every trade won't go great, but I'm going to play forward enough to at least give us, to at least like gain gain like territory in the lane so my adc can go up like five minions or like 10 minions or something like that and when that accumulates over time then it's it's as if we got a kill or something and mm -hmm. honestly it seems like but if you play forward you're susceptible to ganks but man the jugglers, jugglers don't gank period <laughs> it's like what are you worried about dude like um and it's not like as bad as it seems it's like just because you play up like a little bit farther that doesn't mean that the jungle is just gonna appear out of nowhere and kill you like if you have like the ba if you have like basic map awareness and like if you just ward and if you play up that means you can get a deep ward too so it's like yeah you can get a river ward if you play up <laughs> so you'll see the juggler coming um i mean a lot of it yeah. is sounding like uh just using the lane as your resource just yeah making yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, focus on your lane. Get get things going. Uh, do what you can in this case to get your ADC ahead, and by all golly, make sure that you're watching to make sure they don't fall behind because of that jungler that's never gonna gank. Yeah, dude. It's like, and that goes that goes with the solo lanes as well, man. Like, you wanna get, you wanna, you need to build. You need to build tiny CS leads over time, and if the other person could just walk up and do what they want to your wave, then like you're never going to have any significant advantage. Like any time a minion dies to their minions, it's it's a win because that's less gold. That's ten gold. That's fifteen less gold in their pocket. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's like um something that I, I, if you really if you guys haven't already, Sneaky does it. Get Blitz. I absolutely love it. Um, something that Boxbox has done and something that I'm starting to do um, is I immediately blitz on the right-hand side in your game, your lane matchup right there. What's What advantages can you do? What to watch out for? And one of my favorite tips that I have stuck with because Ezreal still, for whatever reason, is popular after his nerf, is Ezreal cannot farm very well under tower. No, hyper yeah, play a hyper carry like Jinx or something that pushes lane like crazy. All of a sudden, now you're pushing that CS lead. You get your support here like Kraken. Make sure that, you know, that jungler doesn't prey up on you and you're set. You just got a lane advantage. And as long as you don't That's hand over lane. kills. I mean, it's kind of a niche pick. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a lot, it's a lot yeah, to you, digest. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I mean, it definitely, can... it just, I, I feel the game is, um, 
he has a philosophy where it's like, oh no, the murder train. We go as ham as possible, and like we <laughs> we go into every fight, and like we we go zero and twelve. But you know what? We learn our limits, and I'm like, okay, like I don't know about zero and twelve, but definitely being proactive and being in the driver's seat of the game makes it feel a little less random, and it puts you in a position where it's like, all right, you're gonna have to learn to play this game well and outplay because you're standing in their face mm. so it's like you have no option but to like but to execute because you're not hiding back like a like a fancy mm -hmm. uh, and it sort of makes you develop your skills like faster because you're in like more dangerous situations makes sense he's like in theory, you can stand in a fountain the entire game, but you're never going to learn to move. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I wouldn't say go like 0 and 12. I mean, unless if it's ARAM, or, and that's why I never get any S's in ARAM, and that's why I haven't unlocked any of the characters. I still have like 20 characters to unlock, and I'm on level like 185. Oh! Dang, actually, you are way ahead of me. No. Actually, I know anything ahead of you. I'm about to hit 200. Yeah, and I haven't oh, unlocked right. any. I, me and Flapjack are at the same level, like Yo, account level. And he has 20 more champions than I do. I have unlocked every champion, including Yon, who just dropped. I have like 30 champs to go. <laughs> like 20 champs. I have like 20 champs to go, dude. Huh. I think yeah. I'm like just underperforming in ARAM. <laughs> <laughs> Because you need to get a, you need to get like S's and ARAM, right? Like to get chests to like unlock stuff. Yeah, basically. Well, I mean, <laughs> S's on anything. As but if you've already done that champion this season, you can't earn another chest. Well, I play in 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 Summoner's Rift. I play the same four champions, and then in in ARAM, I play champs I'm really bad at, and I just I just in. <laughs> I go like Owen. I went like I went like nine and nineteen on Sunset. <laughs> <laughs> my runes are always wrong <laughs> yeah you ran that shit down brother <laughs> i always have the wrong runes in aram like i had i had guardian graves like i don't think i told you about this proxy we i i had guardian graves in in aram it wasn't good i'll be honest i was like i was like four and five or something yeah but was you could have been 12 and been 5. Like, like 12 and... Yeah. Or I had I had Dark Harvest Taric. <laughs> I remember that one too. And we like won. We won the Dark Harvest Taric game and I popped off. <laughs> I was so... I was so hyped and like no one... No one even acknowledged me in the chat, dude. I was like, Dark Harvest Taric! And like no one said anything. Like, <laughs> and it was oh terrible, God. dude. Dark, Dark Harvest did like 89 damage or something like Really, oh, oh, really in that Zed, good. in that Zed game, in that Zed game, um, I had I had Conqueror right, mm -hmm. and I I brocked Conqueror like once in eighteen minutes. Oh. Oh. I healed like a hundred damage from Conqueror. It was like playing the game without runes. I don't <laughs> plan on playing on hard mode. Well, I did win a game with Comet Nami today, though. Hey, there you go. That's, nice. what you, that's what we're looking for I mean, here. I mean, it's a point-and-click spell. The, the comet just goes straight to the, the wave. It just goes. <laughs> yeah. It's like playing airy. You just, it always it's guaranteed damage, free damage. Um, yeah. Do we want to talk about... All right, we got, we got three things we can talk about. We can talk about uh, the land of the lane, map awareness, or whether your brain is on or not. What do we think? What's next? I kind of talked about the lane. Yeah. Yeah, you, you touched on it. I mean, I mean, yes. I mean, I guess we can. I don't really know. I mean, because I don't really have that much agency to control the wave all that much. I mean, I have. So I'm not like wave management is something that's like way not. I don't. I barely know about. I'm mostly trying to like. I should know about it. Okay. But I feel like a lot of my time is spent like warding and and playing the. Figuring out the two v two. That so, like, if you want to run down a lane management, I can give it to you real quick, quick and yeah. dirty. Yeah, give us the quick and dirty. Like, I know, like, this... like fast, like fast shove, slow push, and like freeze and stuff like that. But so, 
keep this in mind. This is mainly going to be a top and bot lane thing. Mid lane can really just change very easily. Um, you're either going to be pushed in, pushed back, or right dead center for most of it. It's really hard to do wave manage. Um, so because you have so much more room in the little U bends of top and bot, there's a lot more that you can do. If you divide it into essentially three different sections, um, with one section being the exact middle of the lane and then a section to the left and right of it. And then you have technically two sections under tower, but you'd want to avoid those as much as possible. If you want to push, all you need in that middle lane is one extra minion. One extra minion will get it pushing. So if you're, um, your enemy laner takes out one extra minion and you hold off uh, and either, you know, this is where you give up CS sometimes. If you give up some CS and just let those minions focus that minion just a little bit longer, so you can get that one minion advantage, you're going to start pushing. As soon as you cross over into that next session section towards their tower, you need two minions. Or you can actually just have one cannon uh, more than them. If they have a cannon and you have a cannon, it's always going to be equal. But if you have that extra cannon, it'll take the place of two to three minions easily. As long as you have one minion, you'll go over. As soon as you hit that, you need two minions, uh, preferably casters. And then as soon as you want to start getting under tower, if you want to keep it going, you need three minions. And as soon as you hit tower, the wave's going to start pushing back. Mm. So that goes the other way. If you want the wave to push back to you, sorry, I said it wrong earlier. Take an extra minion and you'll start pushing. If they take an extra mission, uh, minion, it'll start pushing back towards you. So if you want to play safe, just let them start taking the minions. If they start auto attacking constantly on those minions, which I see a lot in gold, you can start wave managing better than they are as long as you keep up with their pace of they take one you take one keep that extra going so quick easy dirty there are some better guides on it that actually give you visuals but unfortunately a podcast like this um i can give it to you but you're gonna have to dream about it have to use your mind's eye dream about yeah, no, me it's always like it's always been hard to like honestly just go on YouTube and mm -hmm. then just and just watch it for yourself. Um but that in mind, like managing the wave is really important, but you also want to make you can't really manage the wave if you're like a million miles away from Earth and you're like too afraid to to either like because you're gonna have to put yourself in like you're gonna have to take some damage and put yourself in like in like threatening positions to even get that much agency in the lane or mm -hmm. prio. So basically, if you if you want to do any of these things, you're gonna take some damage. Yeah. Like I, this is where you can actually take advantage of that too, because now yeah. you can get that CS lead. Oh, they start focusing you. Well, as long as you're getting minions and you're not taking too much damage at once, all of a sudden they could be losing a minion. Oh, you're going. They they're trying to get the cannon and you, their cannon still has like three quarters of its health boom just start walking up and pressuring them against that cannon they have to take damage to get that minion now yeah 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 so yeah the you force them it's like in chess i forgot what the move the thing like the german like term is or it's like they're going to have to do something suboptimal either way mm -hmm. it's like well and the thing is, you have to establish that zone in the lane, or else they're gonna do whatever they want for free. So, unless you're a jungler, and none of this stuff matters. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, that's the quick and dirty way uh, to do with minions in yeah. side lanes. Uh, it's a little bit different in mid, but yeah, I'm I'm never gonna. Bro, unless I figure out the mid lane. I will eventually. Um, the waves. I mean, yeah. the waves are in every game, so... <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. I want to talk about map awareness real quick, because it's, uh, it's something that I have been thinking about 
due to a thing I did in the game, which I'm going to use it as, as an example to be more aware of what's going on in the map around you. Um, but there is... There's a million different things you can do in a game of League, depending on what character you have, what position you're playing, you know, whether you have an advantage in gold or items or levels or whatever. A million different things. And the numbers that you are fed throughout the game on the scoreboard and shit, uh, those do not always tell you the truth. You can have the same number of kills as your opposing laner, but if you're farming better than he is, then you have the level advantage and you can still fuck up his day. Or say you might have the same kills, but you got a bigger shutdown than they have. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, in, it's important to take in all that information. But or like, or like maybe it's 10 to 10, but they have like two bot side alone and you have four people on the bot side and they have three people on the top of the map doing literally nothing. You can go kill those two guys. Like, <laughs> Even if you like get a dive, not, you can yeah. do it. It's like, it's like the kill total is spread out through five people just because they're like another team is going to have a winkest link. So like, yeah, like, they're not just looking up at looking up at the kill score is it doesn't isn't going to tell you everything mm -hmm. um, so while, yeah. while while you're taking on all, all all this information you know on the game screen all the numbers that are flying at you timers all that stuff right a lot of times people are going to neglect looking at their map and it uh I don't, I don't remember where I heard it, but I heard someone say that if you want to ping someone to do something, you have to ping it on their screen because they're not going to notice if you just ping. Like, as players, since the ping system has been in place, uh, which has been longer than I remember, um, I don't notice the sounds anymore. The only one I really, like, catch when it happens is the danger ping. And then I'll, the like... You, you hear the missing ping? Yeah, the ping. Like... Yeah. I hear that one in my nightmares. Um, <laughs> but the you can hear. Right? If, if you're pinging missing, like your laner just left, they vanished off the face of the map, they're in the fog of war, and you're pinging missing just next to the minions that you're now farming, uh, no one gives a fuck. No one noticed that you did that. You need to so find like, whoever. My laner's gone missing. Mm -hmm. Where do they go? Like, you gotta find whoever's the most likely to be in danger, and you have to ping on their screen. Assume their screen is on their own character, and ping missing on them. I like ping a. Tra I like I like to ping a trail to where I think the missing person is going to go. I like that too. I also like, like, like the thing you told me to do, which is to just open like hold tab so it brings up the scoreboard and just click on the laner's face because that pings that they're alive and yeah, if you yeah, ping that no, enough just, times just people ping. are gonna look at it just ping like is that alive is that alive is that alive <laughs> mm -hmm. um, now all, all this all this has to do with with map awareness and just knowing what's going on around you at, at any point in the game you should be able to see all five of your team including yourself on your minimap, unless someone's dead, right? Mm -hmm. If the other team yeah. is matching you champion for champion, you should see four of them. You should see all the laners with the jungle being the only MIA. However, best best thing you can do is just, just hit tab in their question marks to the right of their uh, yeah to also, the right or the left also, of their icons. Also, when you hit tab, you can every time the jungle appears, you can look tab and you hit tab, you can see how much stuff they've done. Mm-hmm. You get like, to see their level, their farm, their items, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you haven't... If, like, if like you hit tab and, like, Echo is still on level 4 or something, he might be trying to sneak something. Like, he might be invading on, like, an unwarded spot of the map, or he might be at Drag or at Rift Herald or something. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen him in, like... I don't know, like ninety seconds or something like that. He, that's where he probably is. If if his if his farm and his items haven't changed, then that's you know where he is. Um, yeah. So 
the, and that's what makes jungle that's what makes it tough to track the jungler is that it's not just super obvious you have to use a process of, of elimination you have to think about it a little bit more than just oh there's Karthus he has 80 minions now he has 84 minions <laughs> like um yeah so yeah well, I wanted to use an example from a game that I played yesterday, um, which involved a cross-map play that only I saw, apparently. Uh, and it, it took place in a game that we did win, uh, partially due to this play that I saw and executed on. Um, we, I was playing mid lane Anivia, uh, because what the fuck else am I going to play? Um, and we had been winning the game pretty handedly for the early game. I'm going to find a gold graph of it real quick so I know context to it. But at some point, we won a team fight, and then we went to Baron. Took the Baron pretty easy. Uh, their jungle was terrible. I solo killed him in his own jungle like three or four times. Uh, just a really bad master yi he did not know what was going on um it was it was rough for him for sure uh god damn getting his fucking timeline is the most difficult uh anyhow we go we take the baron right uh and next objective on the map is the dragon it's the soul so the other team has no chance of getting the soul. They haven't killed more than one dragon, I didn't think. Actually, I don't think they killed any dragons, if I'm honest. Yeah, no, they didn't kill any dragons. Uh, so we send people to go kill the dragon, right? After a reset. So probably three out of the four people who were alive reset. And one person ran down to drag to... Do vision control and shit. Uh, so I see that the enemy team is appearing on wards that we have placed in their jungle running towards the dragon. So my head, I've got teleport. I ping it like three or four times. I run straight up to top lane because there's a big fat wave crashing into top lane I know we have a numbers advantage going into the dragon, and I know I have teleport to make the numbers advantage even nastier. So I run up there with full confidence that I know what I'm doing. Uh, in reality, I had no idea what I was doing. I only figured this out in hindsight. Uh, get, to, get to the top lane. Uh, I shove all the way to their tier two tower, which is the last tower they have in that lane before I hit their base, right? So they start fighting my team at Dragon. For no reason. They, they, they don't have the gold. We have a Baron buff. Like, I'm very visible on the map, knocking structures over. And no one's dying. And then we get a kill at the Dragon fight. So I'm not even thinking about teleporting back anymore. I've seen the kill go off. I'm taking my fat Baron stacked wave and I'm shoving all the way to Nexus because no one on their team is in their base. I can see them all. They're all on the map. They're all in a big fat team fighting dragon. I'm clicking over there to watch and make sure I don't need to teleport down there. But otherwise, I'm just running into towers and slamming them over. I took two towers and an inhib while they slowly died one at a time at the dragon. And... Eventually, they got, like, one back, and then they got another kill. We get the dragon, and we get two towers and an inhib, right? My top laner is furious. He is reaming our jungler for not going back to finish off the dragon first before engaging in this fight, whatever. I didn't see exactly what happened, but I know that the jungler did die before the dragon went down. Uh, but whatever. Could he have avoided it? Probably, but I don't expect anyone to make a tactically sound play in this elo. That's ridiculous. 
those expectations are far <laughs> too high. So, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're, like, going at it hammer and tongs, furious at each other for literally no reason. We're so far in the lead, and I just took three massive objectives while we got another dragon. And I, I like, I'm really bad about muting all when I get into game, because sometimes I want to, like, sometimes people provide helpful information via the messages, but most of the time they don't. Uh, and most of the time I just get to see people flame each other. I, I literally wrote in the chat, I was like, we, t- we, yeah, we split the fight two to two, but also we took like four objectives off the map, so I think it's worth it. And no one said anything after that. Which tells me two things. I'm the only one who saw the potential to run it down a lane to get another inhib. We had already taken the mid lane inhibitor. It was respawned, but we had already knocked down those turrets. There was no point in going there. There wasn't an easy objective for me to take. It was going to take them longer to run to top lane, so may as well go there. And as long as my team stops the recalls, I get to do whatever I want in the base. I have double items, and I am strong as shit with a Baron buff. I can wave clear in an instant, and I can do whatever I want, right? I know the state of the map. The rest of my team doesn't, and the enemy team for sure doesn't. The only reason I knew that is because as soon as we reset from the Baron, I hit tab, I looked at everyone's items, I looked at who was dead and how long they were going to be dead for, I looked at the map, I saw the dragon spawn, I saw people ping it, I pinged teleport and walked straight to top lane and didn't ask any questions. Sometimes, if you see the play that is like really obvious like that, just take it. Just take it it's because like, no one else is going to see it and you're going to lose the opportunity if you go with your bonehead teammates. It's like that uh, Twisted Fate game that I was showing off that I was just super excited about. My It was back and forth, constant, you know, four of us were dead, then we killed four of them, then they killed four of us, back and forth. It was a 60-minute rager of the game. And then I'm like, screw it, I'm TN, ult in. And I ran it down into their nexus that was open after our last fight. I may have had to fight a Kale and a Galio, but with 50 health left, I won us the game because I knew there was no coming back if I if I didn't do that. And with luck, we won that game and I got one honor. Still <laughs> pissed about that. But As we won. Be. They expected their team, and they weren't happy. Understandable. Sometimes you just got to find those plays that it's like, ooh, they're not paying attention. Woohoo. Sneaky boy. I had to go. Sneaky girl. I had to go. <laughs> I had to go all the way to the League of Legends match history website uh, to find the actual gold graph here that shows me everything I need. But basically... We we won this team fight where I died, but I spawned in time to go to Baron, right? We get a kill and the Baron reset. I was I was wrong. The other team got the dragon. So I, I was wrong about that. I apologize. I got my facts all mixed up. But the team fight that happened at the dragon allowed me to take a tower and an inhibitor. I just got to free shove in top lane. And surprisingly, there must have been shutdown gold on our jungler and top lane who both died in the team fight for the dragon because we actually took a gold loss there. After taking two major objectives, we lose the dragon and two people, but we kill two people and take a turret and an inhibitor. So the gold doesn't really show there. They must have had shutdown gold to cause that swing. Because we were ahead by three and a half k, and then we were only ahead by three point two k. So we lost, we like lost three hundred gold by taking two objectives, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it must have been, must have been some crazy shutdown swing. But the the map play still stands. That's still what happened. So if there's missed opportunities in every game that you don't pay attention to your map. And it's not an easy 
it's not something that you can just do, right? It's a, it's a learned skill to take in all the information you're already taking in and then take in map information, guess what people are doing accurately and react accordingly. That's a learned skill. That's not something that you can just sit down in your next solo queue game and be like, well, I guess I'm the god of the map now. I, I'm, I, I, the, I'm the map now. I'm the map. I got this. I got it. Got it unlocked. That's not. It's not really something that you can just sit down and do. It's. It's gonna take you, just, like as many games as it takes you to really learn the ins and outs of a champion. That's how long it should take you to learn the ins and outs of the map. It should take you something like twenty to thirty games before you can like just do it second nature, and then you have to bring the rest of your skills up to match it. Because if you take time to intentionally focus on one skill, your others will fall off because you're not sharpening those at the same time. So if you, if you take 20 games to really focus on the map, you might find that you have no more CS leads for those games. That doesn't mean that you suck at CSing. That just means you're using more of your mental power to focus on a different thing rather than CSing. Doesn't mean you're bad. Doesn't mean you don't have a good read on the meta, even though you I, definitely I don't. Where I, I have a I have a method to where you you can not have any brain power in CS and still win. All right, what what's that? What's that? So uh, something something that the Jedi wouldn't teach you. <laughs> it's possible to learn this power. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's, that's kind of all I wanted to talk about in terms of map awareness. I think it's very important, and I think at a certain point, your mechanics will uh, only you take you so far. You your map every four seconds. Yeah. You Why know where it? everyone is. You know where everyone yeah. isn't. That can really yeah, set also, you up for success. Also, like, you can tell what's... Oh, and also look at people's health bars. Little health bar, like, teammate thing. Like, look at those. So not only do you know where people are, you know what's happening when they're there. Mm -hmm. Like, like don't waste a roam if you if you see that your team's health bar is high, and they're like, the other person is like on the run. You don't need to go over there and secure it. They're probably fine. I mean, you don't want to leave probably like up to chance really, but like, you can make reads based on like how much health your team actually has and like what you can expect to happen by looking at like the health bars and like the mana bars of teams especially if you're a jungler like don't gank a lane when no one has mana don't start pathing to a lane when they don't have mana for health like you <laughs> like um yeah it's like it's like oh but these things are so obvious if ever like how do people not know these things well it's like well obviously they don't or else people wouldn't be hard stuck like me <laughs> Fair. yeah yeah proxy you got any additional tips about map awareness before we shelve it uh hit tab see those question marks two um really watch your jungle i think the game that I was live streaming just before we started this podcast, uh, pretty much we demoralized them at level two because our mid laner, our top laner, all noticed with a well-placed ward from our top laner that Hecarim was waiting to snipe our uh, Echo at his red buff and one ping from Echo. Two more laners come and join while well, their their top lane singed is too busy between our inhib tower and the inner tower, and we we got first blood at like four minutes because that Hecarim was just sitting and got CC chained. Glorious kill that just demoralized him at the start. Good. If you can pay attention to the needs of your jungler, that they're getting counter jungled, they. I want dragon they need baron you're gonna set yourself up for a better game and even if you lose that as long as you responded they know you they can rely on you as a teammate mm -hmm. 
well. Honestly, if if you see the jungler in your own jungle, just drop what you're doing, just go. Like mm -hmm. they're That's not a, gonna. That could be a free kill. You're traveling the shorter distance to get to that jungler. Like mm -hmm. then their team, their team will have to be like, oh no, they're collapsing on our jung, and they probably won't do anything. They'll probably just let jung die. <laughs> um, and you wouldn't know that thing if you weren't looking at your map, if you were focusing on your Yasuo combos. So yeah. So yeah. Look at your map. Moral of the story. <laughs> um we don't have enough time to dive into the last topic, but I, I wanna get some I wanna get some thoughts from everyone on the new champion, Yon. Just got dropped. Uh lore wise, he is Yasuo's half brother that Yasuo murdered. Uh he plays to me, he plays similarly but like easier there's less skill shots so i guess by nature it's a little less skill expressive but you have to really understand your limits um but what 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 is everybody else thinking about it i don't know uh i haven't played him i just think it's bizarre because currently he is super super popular um bot lane up at higher ranks so for example um uh, as I always do, I always reference Sneaky because I, if you haven't checked out his YouTube channel, one, he gives great tips. Two, his editor fits in every reason he makes some kind of decision or why he screwed up. And watching it, he's interesting. I don't think I like his play style all that much, but at least there's some guaranteed weakness on him immediately. But I have one more thing if we can get Colonel to answer this as well. Hmm. Answer what? What do you think about Yon? Uh, what do you think of Yon? Oh, Yon is. What's that thing where he like whooshes and then he's like on the other side of the like the, he goes back to like where he was? It feels like an echo alt sort of. Yeah, it's it's like baby echo alt. He does a he does a little dash forwards and he's tethered. So edgy. He's tethered to his spot, right? And he can do a bunch of damage. And then after a certain amount of time, he goes back, or you just toggle the ability again, and he goes back to that same spot. Uh, if you lose health while you're out there, you do not get it back, unlike the Echo Ulti, where if you ult back, you get the health that you had wherever the shadow is. Um, and while damage that you do while you're in your E ability uh, to enemy champions ticks for like a little bit extra after you get yoinked back to the spot you left it, from it, it think about it like a zed ult almost on that one yeah so yeah. all the damage he does then all of a sudden gets reapplied after he gets ripped back so you really want to crowd control him or run away if he does that that's really edgy it's super edgy it, it's it's yasuo's older brother that's that's really like tears don't fall like crash around me like <laughs> that's god wow that's some like animal i've become like uh, like freaking skillet tear wow <laughs> yeah i know i've seen it in game and i'm just like he doesn't in i don't think yon is as swayy as yasuo i think people just don't know what they're doing at first he feels a little more consistent than Yasuo. Do you think that's because his kit's a bit easier? But, like, because I don't see Yon feed, like, as hard as Yasuo's. I mean, Yon's <laughs> definitely do feed. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I feel like it's less hit or miss. Like, Yon feels, like, more of, like, a... He feels less meme than Yasuo. Like, Yasuo's super meme. And, like, I'm not even, it's not even like I have confirmation bias. Like, I'm looking for it. I'm like, dude, like, Yasuo's really do go like one and 12, or they go like 20 and three. Yep. Like, and Yon's a little bit more consistent. He also, like, has no survivability, though. Like, it's kind of weird that I say that now. It, it seems that seems that's like an attribute of a, of a, like a, a feast or famine champ. But, like, um, I think people just, don't botch the execution as much on Yon than they do with Yasuo. Definitely. Yeah. Because Yasuo's really will just get themselves killed. Um, I've yet to see a Yon Yasuo line. Um, but we'll probably see it happen soon. Shit. 
he isn't as like problematic as I thought he was gonna be. It's not like a Felios or Yumi or something. Uh, yeah, I think I don't I don't think his kit is overloaded by any means. But if you I, don't I just, understand don't it, you can get bamboozled. I, I don't know what it I I I don't like I don't know how to like read his like animations. Like I don't know which yeah. ability is which because like you know like with champs like you realize it's like oh they're they're it's this sound effect or it's this they turn like this color or something like that they're gonna do this thing or something. But like with the own I like don't know like what like really I don't know maybe a few games or I'll just watch a video of him get playing or something like that. But I think he's fun to yeah. play. I'm gonna limit test with him in norms probably. Yeah. Because I need assassinating characters to play anyways. I'm so stuck yeah. on control mages. What was the other thing you wanted to ask, Proxy? Have any of you guys kept up with the League of Legends YouTube channel? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I didn't think so. Recently, and I want everybody to check this out. Okay. Tales of Runeterra uploaded a new lore video, Targon, The Vaulted Road. And my guess is we are getting one more new champion before season ends. And my reasoning for this is we get a Varus-like character where it's actually two people infused in one. But if you play and you check your season rewards, there is some icon that is red with a blue eye or something like that or it might be the inverse i think it's red like helmet with like blue eyes glowing i think that these tales of rune terra um lore video might be hinting at the new champion coming to league as well so we didn't just get one we didn't just get two but i think we are getting a third new champion because they have consistently been adding like silas emotes um who who is the last one that they did uh, emote wise I, volley bear um emotes for completing you know winning games and ranked you get those little emotes for your split so new split has started new icon has been revealed and it looks like no champion that we really know of i'm assuming we're getting one more champion here soon i think i like where your head's at i like the conspiracy theory um it would be very interesting to see Riot dump a new champion right before Worlds or during Worlds. Uh, I think that would be kind of whack, but because of the whole year, it wouldn't shock me. Um, yeah. I do know Riot is taking a week off. Starting, I think it's starting next week. The whole company is just like not working for a week. Uh, they want to do it to recharge. Uh, basically, they got shit on by everyone forever, so they would like to take some vacation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Understandable. So, the every, everything with patches is getting weird for this week. So I think you might actually be right. I think they're probably going to ship it, but we're going to be on ten sixteen for I think three weeks, which is abnormal. Uh, league patches. Uh, have very consistently been out every two weeks. Uh, but I think we're getting an extra week on 1016, which we are on now, uh, mm -hmm. in order to sort of buffer that time that Riot employees are not actually going to be working. Um, I know I know more about the TFT patch notes because I read those obsessively. Because I, if I play two more games and win two more games, I'll be in Platinum and TFT, which makes me excited. Uh but I know they're not shipping any more big changes in TFT until around Worlds. Uh, and I believe in the League patch notes, they mentioned that they were not going to ship anything big until after they come back. Let me see. Here, I'll pull it up. Uh, Housekeeping note, the dev team is taking some AFK time in the near future. 1016 will last twice as long as a normal patch. So that's a lie. 1016 is going to be four weeks. We're going to have a whole month on 1016. Uh, which means we're going to get really fucking sick of League of Legends, I'll tell you what. Uh, and we'll be skipping patch 10.17. We're planning to ship a set of balance changes around the time 10.17 would have launched, so keep an eye out for those details. The next full patch will be 10.18. So when did 16 go live? Like a week ago? So we're about one week deep into 10.16. We got, in another week, we're going to have a round of balance changes. 
but nothing meta-defining. And then two weeks after that, we're going to be on 1018. And that is... We're going to be here really quick, right, guys? That's going to be hey, the... Uh... What? Well, I'm just going to get a beer. All right. <laughs> that, 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 do you, boo-boo. I'm not your dad. Uh, basically... Uh, ten eighteen should drop right before teams go to worlds, because we're starting. Uh, it's past midnight where I'm at, so we're officially starting playoffs in North America today with the TSM Golden Guardians set. That should be fun, good time. Uh, and then we got playoffs all weekend next weekend, and then I think the weekend after that, then ten eighteen will drop. Are they gonna? Okay, here's a question for you, Proxy. Do they play Worlds on 10.16 or 10.18? Uh, dang. Um, I'm trying to think. I want to... What's happening with 10.17? Did I, like, completely miss this? Yeah, I, I, I was reading the patch notes out loud to you just now, oh. and I read that they are skipping patch 10.17. 10.16 is going to last for a month, and then we're going to get 10.18. Holy crap. Um, you know, if we don't get the new champion 1016, I'm going to go with 1018. Okay, so you think we're going to throw in that little if. Can we go like a month without a new champ? <laughs> I mean, here here's the thing. I think I appreciate the way they did this. I think they did it a little bit better this year. They made it so they refreshed champions. That's all they did. Um, like the start of the season, it was like you know one two, what we got set NFLios, and then they didn't do anything except refresh champions that just needed a refresher. It was something we pretty much knew their kits, and they just kind of got a little you know spice yeah. of uh or you know add some spice to their kit. Reworks yeah, of the works, and <laughs> then they drop what three Lilia. champions, two champions already, and potentially a third. At the end of the season, it means that the pros now all of a sudden have a lot to work with that they have to try out and figure out how to play right before Worlds. Mm -hmm. I should be a pretty interesting um, thing, because especially since what? They're, we're dropping 10-16, which more than likely means that they're going to be stuck on 10-15, which means they won't have Yone for... Uh, we're already on 10-16. We've been on 10-16 for a week. Yeah. We're getting. Well, yeah, yeah, but they're still on ten fifteen now. Yeah, they're not going to switch over. Mm -hmm. So that's my point. Yeah. So they're going to play ten fifteen for worlds. I. They what? might. They might decide to run it to ten sixteen for worlds. But if they really want to just throw everyone into fucking chaos, they would play worlds on ten eighteen. That'd be wild. That would be. Mm -hmm. That would be fucking crazy because that means every region is going to play their playoffs gauntlets. And all their tournaments on ten fifteen. Then they have to learn ten sixteen. Then they have to learn ten eighteen. On a way different patch. Like oh yeah, the game is totally different than it was two weeks ago. Bro, also, they really did just drop Lilia, and then the next day dropped the hype trailer for Yon. That was crazy. Riot's wildin', man. They need a week off. <laughs> they need some vacation. We all need some vacation. We should just go watch Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Um. Well, we're out of time. That uh was very informative, exciting. Hey, there's something in that movie that are so sick, and something that movie there is so bad. <laughs> like, like the part in there, the part in there sailing like to World's End, dude. <laughs> is so sick like it's all my favorite like stuff in movies and nothing r is really happening it just like it just looks so cool dude the music is sick they're like in the ice like they're in like the like the ice region and like they're in space and then they like go over the edge and everyone's just like ah, ha, 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 and everyone's like ah, and everyone's all scared it's so cool dude in the oh man <laughs> it, uh, the movie those movies have like stints of like stints of 15 minutes where they're just like godly and they're just like and then they'll just be trash for like an hour. Like, <laughs> In the words of the immortal Jeremy Clarkson, 
on that bombshell. On Good that night. bombshell. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Bro, you gonna talk about pirates every week? <laughs> Bro, I'd swear you're obsessed. It, like, it's just I've just been thinking about it's like, dude, those like there's nothing to do, man. Like, it's like so I just watch like those movies all the time. And I like listen to the music on Spotify. <laughs> And then, like when me and my friends hang out, we just talk about like Pirates of the Caribbean like all the time. You just sit and around, they, drink rum, and they play Sea of Thieves. Like they'll play Sea of Thieves. Oh, maybe we should maybe we should start a Sea of Thieves podcast. Oh, I love Sea of Thieves. I have to get it still for PC. Yeah, me too. It's it's funny. Funny. It was on Xbox Game Pass last I checked. If you I still have it, I got Xbox Three. Work. Uh, you can use that for your computer. And do I want to play a ranked game tonight? I mean, I gained. I went one zero today, which is better than I've done the last two days. <laughs> I think it's up to you. Ooh, philosophical. Up to me. We never get philosophical and... on this podcast. Ooh, philosophical. Like... I don't feel like playing ranks. Uh, Here, we'll limit test. Let me let me get this all squared away, and we'll limit test. Play ranked games like tomorrow. I never play ranked after podcast. Never do it. Why? Because you just like you come in with like good expectations. You're feeling good because you talk about league for an hour, and then you just get like dumpstered, and you're like, "Well, nothing that I said was valid." Like, <laughs> I literally lied to all of our listeners. Like. <laughs> Like all the stuff, like map awareness, lane prio. I didn't do anything, even though I was just talking about it. It is kind of tilting, dude. That's why I was insanely tilted when I was losing games. Like after I got coaching, I'm like, wow. Well, it's like you were yes, though. It's just like you were so meaningless. bad because like I was playing fine. Like I was playing like like decently, and it just just just, just everyone just explodes, dude. Like always. They always explode. That's gotta sting.